welcome to Hacker Public Radio, my name is Soak. Today I'm going to be talking about copyright. Now I spoke about this on Cranks several weeks ago, and also I did a blog post on Zoke.org. But I'm going to talk about it on here and try and get some discussion going, and talk about it and try and get some feedback, and try and improve this and try and get everything in sync and everything going well for this. So, first up, I agree with everything I've heard Lawrence Lessig say. I think Creative Commons is a great idea. I release pretty much everything I do, I believe, under Creative Commons licenses. I'm trying to think of what I don't release under there. Um, I think my own personal blog, not Seg.org, the one that's actually under my real surname. But that's just me telling people what's happened in my life. So, I do Hacker Public Radio, that's Creative Commons. Tip Radio, Cranks, my blog, Zoke.org, that is. All of this is under Creative Commons. So I'm a big proponent of it. I'm a big fan of it. And I try and do everything Creative Commons that I can. I'm not out to make money of this. Be called if I could, but that's not why I'm doing this. Having said that, I am a realist. I do believe that the big companies and groups like the RIAA and the MPAA are never ever going to go for Creative Commons stuff. They're always going to be pushing for longer and more copyright, more draconian rules. So therefore I think we need to create compromise with them to increase the amount of public domain works and things like that. At the moment a lot of things aren't, you know, you're trying to find a book on something you can't because it's out of print but it's still under copyright so you can't actually get a copy unless you want to go to Amazon.com and look at the marketplace there and buy something for hundreds of dollars. You can't actually get the work if you just want to read it yourself. So that's what I did enjoy the speech Lawrence Lessig did about the Google Books, which actually sort of sparked me to actually do the blog post in this podcast. So I do think we need to reach a compromise, try and increase the amount of public domain works. If we turn around and say everything must be creative commons, they will turn around and say no. And they have the money, so we will lose. So we need to give them a reason to give up some work. And that would be an improvement. To that end, I have actually put some thought into this. As I said, I discussed it on Cranks a while back. But I want discussion on this. I want to try and improve. I mean, I'd love if Florence Lessig said, this is a great idea and stole my ideas entirely. Well, okay, not steal, because again, it's Creative Commons. That's not a problem. But I think that would be fantastic for him to say, that's a brilliant idea and push for this. Again, I'm a realist, ain't going to happen. But I just think that would be cool. But I want to get some discussion, try and move this forward and try and get some ideas from everyone on this. Now, I'm not saying this is perfect. I know this, what I'm going to say, is not perfect. I'm not saying I'm right on all these ideas. I know, in fact, some of these ideas, personally, I think, are wrong. But the reason behind this is we're trying to get something that everyone most people, the important people i.e. us lot to get some more stuff into public domain and the MPAA the RIAA and all that lot would do things to try and get things out of copyright faster that they're not interested in, they're not making money on, but keep the stuff that they are making money on because they've already got that under copyright anyway so they're not going to lose that, we're not going to gain any of it but Realistically, we're not going to gain that anyway. We're going to gain some of these obscure books that are out of print, but you can't get any more. So this is the kind of idea behind it. 
I want feedback. I want talk about this. I want discussions. Uh, feel free to do an, your own podcast about it, telling me why you think I'm wrong. As long as it's not just saying, Soak's wrong, he's full of crap. Because that's not constructive. Say, I think Soak is wrong at this point, because if we do this, then this, that, and the other would work. So tell me why, explain what's going on. So that's the whole idea behind it. And again, this is not going to be something perfect. This is going to be an improvement. And the idea is from that we can then make something better again. And from that new one, we can then create something new and so on and so forth and improve it. So number of years I list here and the percentages and things like that are just numbers. Uh, the idea is I just wanted to put something out here. I'm not tied down saying, well, it must be 51%, it must be 10 years or whatever. I don't want to worry about that too much. There's just a certain number of years. The idea behind it is, as Lawrence Lessig said in his, his talk and other people have said, you have the copyright, which is you know, way too long. And most of the money's made in the beginning, the first five or seven years, I think, was the, the number, where 95% of the money's actually made from the book. And then it falls off the bestsellers list or whatever. No one ever buys it. And then it goes on sale or you, the second-hand copies come in anyway. And the original author is not making any money off it or very little. So what does it matter? So that's the idea behind it. So here are the, the four rules that I've come up with. Again, if you want to add extra ones in, let me know. If you want to correct some of these, let me know. This is just the vague idea. So rule number one. If you release a new work, unless otherwise stated, e.g. you release it under a Creative Commons license, you get an immediate copyright for 10 years. Again, 10 years just to figure. The reason we're doing this is we want stuff to fall out of copyright faster, meaning more work in the public domain, so that people can use it to create new works or do mashups of movies and videos and things like that. I'll take the song someone else made, put new lyrics on it, or do like an anime cartoon thing that they seem to always do with Linkin Park videos, uh, songs. And the idea behind this is this is the use it or lose it clause. We want things to be for If you're not creating with it, it's public domain, because you're not doing anything with it. Number two, if you re-release something, unless it contains 51% or more new content, or whatever the figure is, I just pulled that one out, the idea is half or more, 51% or more new copyright, copyright is not extended if it is not mostly new. If it is new, copyright is extended for another 10 years. It must be an equivalent form, however. Uh, this is my Disney clause. The idea is, as long as Disney make a new Mickey Mouse movie every decade and not just a rehash hence the 51% they're doing that with Fantasia there are like 87 different copies uh, versions out there and they're all slightly different but they're pretty much the same movie they, they've improved a few things and stuff like that but it's not really new work so that wouldn't count however the idea is that Mickey Mouse well Mickey Mouse is long complicated story behind it. Mickey Mouse is made from uh, the Steamboat Willie cartoon which is based off of the Steamboat Bill cartoon uh, movie with Buster Keaton I think it was or someone and that was based off of a story about a Steamboat pilot and that was based off the train driver Clancy Jones or whoever I can't remember the guy's name but so 
what we want to do is we want to get Disney on our side. So we turn around and say, if you create a new movie for Disney, for Mickey Mouse, then from that you extend the copyright. That is basically a bad idea because it allows them to have perma copyright on Mickey Mouse. But they've got that anyway. They're the reason that copyright is 75 years plus lifetime, whatever the figure is now, because of Mickey Mouse, because they can't stand to lose Mickey Mouse. So the idea is, if we see something like this, it allows them to keep Mickey Mouse, and then they're going to be happy with it. If you're not continually making new stuff, it goes into the public domain. I also say equivalent form, because we don't want people just release a one-minute Mickey cartoon and say, hey, it's Mickey Mouse, give us ten more years. It has to be a, a series of 30-minute cartoons or a movie or a roughly equivalent amount to what they have done in the past. So they keep using it. So that's the idea behind that. Again, not perfect, but the idea is it is better than what we have at the moment because more stuff will fall out. Number three, fair use needs to be clarified for everyone. If you mash up a song or use a song in a YouTube video, you have to give attrition to the original creator, um, and as long as the income you make from it is under $1,000, is fair use. Uh, I'm not trying to get rid of the existing fair use. I just want clarification. There was that toddler that was dancing to a Prince song, I think it was, and Prince's people got involved, and they basically said, no, it's ours, it's copyright, take it down. It was off the radio... The song was playing on the radio, the, the toddler was dancing, uh, it was a really bad quality, there's no reason anyone will be using that, it was just a cute little clear dancing to this song, very funny. It's like the video to that was on today's big thing of the kids singing the, the Randy Hauser or whatever the guy's name, you know, with my boots on, and they play the song and he's singing along and he's known most of the lyrics and he's doing the guitar bits. Um, my understanding of that was actually someone to do with the band, or um, someone to do with, with the artist, their kid was listening to it, um, because they knew and they actually got the kid in the real, actual video, which is pretty funny, you can go and look that up, and they've taken like the best bits, and it looks like the kid's miming all of it, singing along, it's just, it's really brilliant, and I think that's a great idea, we need to make people do that. I'm not quite sure about the whole give credit to the original person say this is that song I'm just thinking we need to do that because then they can YouTube can have a here's a link you can buy the song off iTunes or whatever because that might get the people involved and the RIAA might actually be no okay they probably won't be interested but the idea is that some of the artists might be interested with it because they can get their stuff out there there's the the wedding entrance video which was they're dancing along and singing some song or other I don't know and the song got really popular after that. A bunch of people bought it because of that movie, so the idea, because of that video. So we're trying to promote things like this to allow, still allow the original creators to make money off it if they want, because that gets them on board. And then from that, again, if they're not using it, then it's gone. They 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 lose the copyright on it. So that's the theory behind that. The reason I say a thousand is because. I don't want to fall into the argument that someone says, well, you put this video on YouTube, 
and you, then you embedded it into your website and your website has adverts on it and therefore it's commercial so pay up I really don't want that I want to be able to say well it's under a thousand dollars paying for the hosting stuff is covering that and so therefore it's non-commercial so I would like clarification there because otherwise we're going to get in big arguments about this so that's the theory there and my fourth and final rule is if another type of media creates a work based off your copyrighted work, for example a movie is made from your book, then that extends the copyright on your book for 10 years, as long as the book is still under copyright, of course. This is sort of my Forrest Gump clause. The reason I call that the original book didn't do too well. Sold some, but really not a huge amount. The movie came out and the book sold a ton more. So again, the idea is trying to get buy-in from artists and people to actually get interested in this. But the idea is we're trying to speed stuff going into public domain, but then again, give them the whole carrot stick, offer them carrots to actually make them interested in this. So that's the basic four rules. I'm sure I'm missing things. Would movie studios wait for 10 years after a book is made to try and snap it up for free? Maybe, but a rival studio can come in at nine years and say, hey, here's some money, can we buy it off you? So I don't think that's going to be a huge problem. Uh, we're also talking CDs, for example. Bands, quite often, they do a best-of album. Should the copyright be extended just for that? Well, not too sure. I think maybe it should, but I'm not sure. The We don't want them to be able to re-release albums and just say that extends the copyright. So... I think that one still needs a little bit of work on it. I also like the idea of use it or lose it for patents. There are too many patent trolls around that own a bunch of patents but aren't actually using any of them. And I think they ought to say if they're not using them actively, they're gone. People like Microsoft would probably be, in, well, I think would be all for this because it means more patents in the public domain they can claim they're still using this, therefore they get to use more stuff to steal other... I mean, uh, 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 work on new th things from a variety of different sources, shall we say. Uh, and therefore, from that, I think they might actually be up for that idea, and it gets rid of the patent trolls, which, again, is, I think, a problem. Anyway, so that's basically the ideas. Let me know. Feedback, go to soak.org, you can go to Hacker Public Radio... You can email me, You can all that stuff's coming up. You can also phone me, I've got a Google Voice number now, and I need to re-record my ending um, and put it in there, but the number is 775-453-0256. Yes, I picked it because it's 256, which is 2 to the power of 8, of course. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, you can email me at zocosoro at gmail.com that's x-ray oscar kilo echo sierra oscar romeo uniform at gmail.com or you can visit me at zoc.org x-ray oscar kilo echo period oscar romeo golf and you can give me feedback through there thank you again for your time you've been listening to Hacker Public Radio Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.